Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it. Never listen to the nose. He who controls the past controls the future. He who controls the present controls the past. Hello, everybody. It is nobody's news. Um, I had a little a little intro statement uh, where I said Trump's getting his day in court. Speaker McCarthy no longer has much to say, and they are in fact coming for your children. And then I say we're going to get into all of that shortly. But first, how are you doing, Broski? But uh, I didn't actually start out reading that because we we are back a little bit uh, a little bit rusty, maybe. So I, I messed that up. But we have a whole new gear set up here. So I am very excited, still figuring that out. But uh, to anyone who's watched the show, it's been a few weeks since since we were, I guess it's been over a month at this point, five weeks. But you had your wisdom teeth taken out. Absolute nightmare. I, <laughs> uh, you know, got all this new gear set up. We have basically what's called a, a switcher, an A10 Mini Pro. So now I can switch between you, switch between me, switch between the computer. Um which I noticed that there's a little white box and it shows like the battery thing for the GoPro. Uh, not to worry, folks. I will be figuring that out. This is our, our first episode. But um, now that I, I said that and explained why the intro is a little bit different today, uh, how are you, Broski? Oh, well, I'm good. Uh, there's a lot more buttons. Which, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm uh, good. There, there's a lot more buttons and little screens and everything for the audio now. And. <laughs> And now we can see everything on the TV, so I definitely like the setup, you know, quite a bit. Pretty good investment on your end there. Yeah, well, it will be once I get it all figured out. But, um, yeah, happy to be happy to be back with everybody. Um, we have some personal updates, but um, we'll get to those in the next episode. So we have so many stacked up notes from <laughs> our, our month off, basically, that... Um, I, we just got to start getting through these things. Some of them will be a little bit outdated, but, um, yeah, we basically have two episodes in one today and we're going to get through as much as we can and then the rest tomorrow and just put it all out. Um, but speaking of that, the, the second episode we talk about, like I have a bunch of stuff about foreign affairs, so I don't know if we'll get to it today or tomorrow, but we are going to talk about Israel in there, so don't freak out, people. We're, we will get to Israel. But um, right off the bat, I wanted to share this, this video because I heard this and it was extremely Mexico disheartening to me um, and just really, really disgusting. So it's uh, about a four-minute clip from the Daily Wire, but we'll go ahead and play that real quick. And just start out, because it doesn't really relate to any of the, the political goings-on that we'll be getting into, but it is something that I want everybody that watches our show to be aware of. 
Social-emotional learning, or SEL, is a wildly popular education theory being rolled out in K-12 education. Proponents of SEL say students thrive when education focuses on the whole child, including their identity and moral development, not just academics. Critics say SEL encourages inappropriate interactions between school staff and students. A quick note to listeners, the following segment may not be appropriate for younger ears. Daily Wire investigative reporter Luke Rosiak uncovered some problematic details about an SEL nonprofit called AHA Santa Barbara. The nonprofit's been praised by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle for its effect on youth mental health, and its founder currently has the number one nonfiction book in Canada. Hi, Luke. So first, what does this group, AHA, do? AHA is a poster child for social-emotional learning. It raises money from rich people in California and contracts with schools to hold these talk circles where kids talk about their feelings with adults. The acronym stands for Attitude, Harmony, and Achievement. And the founder, Jennifer Freed, is this sort of new-age self-help guru. She's a psychologist, but she's also an astrologist, and she's very focused on sex. Okay, so her background is not entirely a clinical or educational one, but she's founded this group and gained some name recognition. Yeah, she's become somewhat of a celebrity, even teaming up with actress Gwyneth Paltrow. AHA runs a group for teen girls that it tells parents is called Relationship Wisdom. Here's Freed talking about it. I had just finished my PhD in psychology, and what my dissertation of 400 pages was on was teen girls and sex. It led me to realize what's missing in education is for girls and guys, I created this program called Sexual Wisdom. This is what we do with the teens. Once we've heard from them all their basic misconceptions about sex and that it's like guys, you know, only want girls that have completely shaved pubes and they find us disgusting unless we're bare, you know, then we go, okay, how's that working for you? Right now, redesign your first sexual experience. Where would you be? Who would it be with? Who would know about it? Who wouldn't know about it? You just really get into all the possibilities of what could make it the most incredible initiatory experience you could ever have. Okay, so Freed is openly talking about coaching kids into sexual experiences. What does she say her goal is with this? That 400-page dissertation says she wants to be a, quote, priestess, ushering, quote, young teens through the, quote, religious experience of sex. For her dissertation, she interviewed four girls about their sexual experiences as young teens with older boys, and every one of them outlined child abuse or rape, sad situations that they wished never happened. But she just kept pushing them to say how great sex is. Now, youth psychologists are required to report crimes to authorities, correct? Yes, but she says in her dissertation that she opposes some mandatory reporter laws, writing, quoting here, I believe that legislating sexual activity among minors may prevent crucial dialogue between youth and adults. One teen described being raped by a 19-year-old when she was 15 and crying afterwards. Freed asked her, quote, and did you enjoy the sexual relationship or how was it for you? I mean, were you aware of your own desire? Was he a good lover? The teen said she wished she waited until she knew herself better to have sex. But Freed suggested that having more sex was a good way to get to know yourself better. She acknowledges in her dissertation that all of the teens she interviewed regretted having sex at a young age. But she said that they were just lying because Western culture told them to. And so she concluded that what they really meant is the opposite, and that therefore her research showed the importance of having more social-emotional learning, more sex positivity in schools and elsewhere. And that's exactly what's happened in the years since. Now, you reached out to Freed about her writings and teachings. Did she respond to your questions? 
She just said she's complied with all laws. Now, the way I first heard about this group is I wrote about a case where a teacher nibbled on a high school student's ear in class while making growling noises and touched her butt. The victim told me that she was in the AHA SEL program and that Freed told her not to press charges. Mm. The teacher's wife was actually on the board of one of AHA's donors. The girl said Freed wanted to hold a restorative justice session instead of taking it to court. She didn't listen, and the teacher was convicted and fired. Freed denied doing that as well. A lot of questions to be answered about this organization. Yeah. Meanwhile, parents may want to keep their ears open for social emotional learning. As Daily Wire investigates. Go help our YouTube grow, man. A shameless plug <laughs> or TikTok. Um, so I think it's important, first and foremost, that we take a nuanced view. Don't lose our minds. So I think that let's take the conservative, very reasonable approach. This lady should be publicly executed. <laughs> Yes, uh, she is screwing minors somewhere, and people, don't send your kids to public school. I mean, what more do you, do you need at this point? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, again, it doesn't really relate to any of the stuff that we were covering today, but the the fact that she's getting published, like getting getting her PhD, and that this is a big movement. It's put it's, in. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. And... I can't think of anything more discuss like you know I'm not a huge fan of the whole oh this is evil this is good I think a lot of that has to tie into religion and man-made stuff but if there is one thing that is evil it is pre like being predatory towards kids and this whole I just don't get this whole movement how these people aren't just being killed in the streets like how is everyone okay with this I mean I've I've legitimately never met a pedophile but if I ever did, I don't, I don't know how you could just sit there and be like, oh, well, they're a little wacky, or I, I, I disagree with you. Like, who are the people around this Beta person? Pedophile phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. I, do people just not know? Again, people just aren't paying attention, right? It's just like the people protesting the school boards. It, it's way, it's one, when they, you know, when there was everything on Zoom, everyone noticed, but then it's when their kids are 14 years old and calling them bigot, racist Nazis that they figure out that everything's too far gone. Or I, So I don't, I just don't think people are paying attention. Yeah. Because I actually, you have won me over that, that, that people don't want drag, you know, queen story hour at libraries for six or like no one actually wants that. It's just people don't pay attention. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's um, Tim Pool keeps keeps t throwing out this word, the benevolence of evil. And uh, it is pretty spot on there where it's like it's, it's the person who didn't really know what was going on, but was driving, you know, driving supply trucks to the concentration camps like you're and some I've come more to your side on this where I'm like, if you like this lady is so explicit in her stuff that. You also are a little bit complicit in in mm -hmm. this if you're if you're around it. You can't be completely clean. You have to have some of this blood on your hands. Yeah. But if no one pays attention though, how is she held accountable? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, hopefully one of our, our four hundred and fifty subscribers <laughs> uh knows her and holds her to account. Uh that's not a call for violence, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um so real quick, we should talk about Trump because this is 
again, one of those things that's old news, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it. And uh, just because everyone else has already talked about it doesn't mean I don't want to get my two cents in because, again, I think that everyone is pretty much a partisan hack. So uh, I actually want to look at it and be reasonable. But um, let's see here. This is from Reuters. Donald Trump found liable for fraud in New York civil case. This is the most recent development. A New York judge found Donald Trump and his family businesses and his family business fraudulently fraudulently inflated the value of his properties and other assets, and a major defeat of the former U.S. president that could severely hamper his ability to do business in the state. Um, so basically, what what went down was the judge said, "Okay, you you hyped up your properties and you know inflated the." Um, the appraisal of them and said that they were worth more, which by the way is stupid because they don't do that. An appraiser does that. Um, but then they did a summary hearing where no trial, nothing, just the judge <laughs> sat there and went, yep, no, you committed fraud. I'm looking at uh, possibly dissolving the the Trump legal or the Trump businesses. Um, that is... Speaking of terrifying stuff, that's terrifying to me, not because I would expect this sort of stuff to go on in the shadows or that they'd want to do this. It's not surprising to me that they want to do this. I know that all of these people left, right and center in these positions of power don't care whatsoever about the Constitution, due process of law. What scares me is the fact that they don't care. They're willing to do it in the open because they know that half the population doesn't care and the other half they're going to follow Trump no matter what. It's like, it's basically a, an admittance that, okay, we're past the point of any sort of due process. Any so, This is all just now whack-a-mole against the other political team. And we've seen a lot of stuff like that with like the bias justice system. And I'm bringing up Trump at first because while they're focused on this, there's a ton of corruption, which is why I wanted to bring him up first. But like this is this goes beyond the justice system being one-sided or being biased. This is East Germany <laughs> after World War II. Yeah, this is straight up banana court. But um, this is an update on kind of what's been happening this week. So Donald Trump's lawyer insists they had a strong week. Uh, this is five days ago. Donald Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, believes the former... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get roasted if I just messed up that last name, but believes the former president's legal team had a good first week at his New York fraud trial. Uh, despite frequent clashes with the judge and losing a key part of the case before the trial began, Haba told Newsmax that she was feeling very good. Um, we had a strong day four. We had a strong week. Despite the situation we have been... We have been put in this court, despite the situation we have been put in in this court, which we strongly believe we shouldn't have been, we have been fighting hard, she said. Um, here's the question. Is it a real possibility that this could actually go through, or is there any sort of... like, like I mean, what happens if it, if it does go through, and they just sell off his assets and give him the money? Like, Wait, isn't this what Tim Pool's been talking about nonstop? Like... It, He's been talking about the Civil War for two years, right? And it, it changes constantly. But, you know, that, that's one of the things he's, he's talking about. Like, when you completely have no faith, all the way from the first court case till, till like, now of just taking assets, of course, doing this, like, people are going to completely lose faith in, in the system. And, again, maybe the uh, sky is falling. But I don't know. How do you look at that situation 
No, keep talking. I'm going to... Oh, it, it's uh, still recording. Yeah, I don't know how you look at that situation and have any faith that if you're a common man that doesn't have his funds, because this is taking a lot of money, how you're ever going to get a fair shake in, in our legal system if there is any type of coverage from, from the media. But it's just blinking right over there. Yeah, which... Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Shit. Sorry, folks. Minor uh, technology snafu there. Zach's camera <laughs> turning off. But um, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, f- crap. <laughs> I was on a whole train of thought. Um, Civil War, something along those lines. Like oh, just <laughs> I'm just you know, worst case c- scenario is just everyone can, you know because people just love Trump and. For for right or wrong, obviously you and I have plenty of bones to pick with with a guy, but people love him. And if you keep doing that stuff, and how much money do, do all of these uh, court cases cost? Because sure, he's crazy rich billionaire, but it's at the same token, how much of that is is liquid, not tied up? And so I don't know. It's well, it's it's definitely taking a financial toll on him. It's like 120 million just for this court case alone. And yeah, it is. He's having to use campaign money for it, but. You hit on something important there. I've never been really worried about a like a civil war conflict. I've thought, no, America's too pacified. I've said a long time ago when we were joking about, oh, the impeachments and Trump going to prison, and we knew he was never going to get impeached or go to prison. With stuff like this and with his other um, court cases going on, where prison is a real possibility, I've always said that is that is the type of stuff that would actually spark... A revolution, not because so protest first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the the thing is, for a revolution, you need you need to focus in with a magnifying glass the anger of the people. Look at every every single revolution that's happened. It's never it, the, the actual revolution happens long after when it should happen, technically. But there's always that one event that happens centered around a few individuals. There's figureheads to a revolution. And what they're doing with this impeach with with this prison stuff with Trump and with liquidating his businesses is they are giving that movement all of that energy. They're focusing it into a figurehead. And when you do that, now you make a person. We always talk about okay, well, where's our billionaires on the right? Okay, well, what's going to happen? People just want to watch Netflix. People like what are you talking about? People going to start organizing into militias? No. But when you get that all that power behind that one person and he says, we're meeting at whatever, <laughs> or we're meeting in, uh, in Mar-a-Lago and we're going to set up the, the United States continent, Continental Military or whatever you would say, then you get hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. organizing and going behind one movement with one leader. It's an ability to organize. Or and, you get chucked in uh, jail and then you have multiple, you know, Ashley Babbitts or Ali, that, that lady, in, you know, Catholic got blasted, but you have multiple of, of, of those and just people have enough. You can, society can break down. Americans do need to understand that. Obviously we've seen that in other places. It's like, your moral fabric and everything can just break down into chaos very fast. Yeah. And yeah. does uh, real fast does Elon ever pull him off Twitter for anything for like any like yeah, if he gets, you know, accused for stuff, you know, 
court cases go against him, would Elon ever pull him off X? Or is he always going to have that base to be able to just tweet out, like, <laughs> screw the system from, you know, his, his uh, Twitter account? Well, first off, he has uh, Secret Service, so I don't think he ever goes to actual jail unless he wants to go to jail. I think the armed conflict starts when they sentence him. <laughs> but Elon Musk, he yeah. he already invited Trump back onto Twitter, and I don't I don't think that he would ever take him off. I think that Elon Musk, and, yeah. I, I've talked about this before, where Elon Musk, don't ever be mistaken, that dude is out for Elon Musk. He wants to do cool stuff and stuff that benefits the world, but he's a globalist. He's totally fine screwing a bunch of people out of their money by messing with crypto, by, you know, telling people to stop AI while he's pushing forward a bunch of AI stuff. So as far as him, I think that he probably knows that he would get a bunch of with Twitter, which is, or X, which is uh, basically struggling to hang on. He he definitely doesn't want to lose the right wing base that he's he's got on there yeah. because that's really going to cripple him because the left already doesn't like him they already left Twitter <laughs> has he let Alex Jones back on yet or <laughs> no uh, yeah he got he got flack for that but he still needs to do that mm-hmm. yeah but you're I mean obviously you're right though he just wants to make money and do a couple cool things keep his base and yeah. you know we like some of what Alex Jones says and Owen Shore and a few of those guys but. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like um, I I like uh, what's his face Alex Jones a lot better than Owen Schroyer. Um, Owen Schroyer to me, he's funny. He's entertaining to watch sometimes, but it's kind of like the Alex Stein thing, where it's just a useless useless information. Just he exists literally just to be political porn. Just yeah. I know he does the show and stuff, but nine times you know nine out of ten things that he says start with the democrats like it's just it's just political porn it's It's not really thoughtful stuff but uh alex jones he i mean i guess he's not technically an investigative journalist but he might as well be because he uncovers a lot of crazy stuff yeah but um the frogs are gay (laughs) yeah the frogs are gay i could have transitioned into the PFA or whatever the here forever stuff. Yeah, yeah. In the next episode, we have some forever chemical stuff to cover. But um, the reason I brought up Trump here is because as all of this ridiculous nonsense is going on with, look, we can all agree that just look at the the property value around Mar-a-Lago. Whether you like Trump or not, I'm not a huge fan, and I'm so over the Trump base. We're not. I'm not going to complain about that this episode, but I'm so over dealing with Trump supporters on social media. They're just cultists, but um, and not all of them, obviously. And you know, I'll probably vote for Trump, um, assuming that he wins the primary. But they're so annoying. But either way, <laughs> I wanted to bring that up because as all this stuff is going on, that's clearly corrupt, clearly politically biased. There is a ton. We have about a page and a half of notes of just all sorts of corruption and bullshit that's going on. And I just want to go through all of it because everyone's focused on Trump. Even the right's focused on on Trump. There's so much more corruption going on that we should be just pay attention to these little things. So um, first and foremost, we'll start with with the big the big guy. Um, so top U.S. House Republican McCarthy calls for Biden impeachment inquiry. Yes, he's not in there anymore. This is an old story. Um, I just saw that. Actually, we'll talk about it later. But um, it wasn't the guy that Trump endorsed. It was Scalise, I think. 
something like that was the guy that um, they they nominated. They'll, they still have to vote in the new House Speaker, but either way, um, this was back when McCarthy was still in, um, and it still holds true what they're doing. Um, so on Tuesday, called for an impeachment query. Oh, I should probably go to my laptop. <laughs> Again, getting used to the new tech, folks. Um, so on Tuesday, called for an impeachment inquiry into Democratic President Joe Biden, a move certain to further divide lawmakers as they struggle to pass legislation to avoid a government shutdown. And they got through that. Um so I am directing our House committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Um, I guess this isn't as juicy, although, let's see, I wanted to see, what was this? Why did I put this in the notes? I'm curious to see. Wait for the ad to be over. You just mentioned House Republicans' baseless claims. How confident are you that there will be no evidence that incriminates President Biden in Hunter's business dealings as this goes forward? So let me just give a little bit of a, a lay down here because I think it's important. Any specifics to uh, to the inquiry? Certainly, I, I, I want to say this at the top, as I said to Darlene, I'm going to refer you to my colleagues at the council's office. But I want to also want to be clear about a couple of things. You know. I just talked about binomics. I just talked about what the president's going to do tomorrow, really deliver a major speech, something that the American people want to hear about. What are we doing to improve their lives, work on the economy? And these are real real issues, real priorities for Americans. Uh, and like I said, like lowering costs. But what you see Republicans uh, in Congress, right, they have uh, spent all year investigating the president. That's what they've spent Like the, the Democrats spent and, uh, four years now, no seven evidence. years investigating yeah. Trump? He, that he did anything wrong. I mean, that is what we've heard over and over again from their almost year-long investigation. It just came out today that he had. They have thousands of emails of him talking with Hunter Biden about his business. He very clearly has at least been involved with his son's business dealings. Forget all the money that's moved around to different businesses. So there's no way at this point, all of the stuff that they hit Trump with in the impeachment easily, we're way beyond that. So when it comes to this corruption, like an impeachment inquiry, that's, that's all they're doing. That was four weeks ago, that story. Again, we should be focusing on, okay, they're going after Trump. Great. That's annoying, but screw it. Go after Biden right now. Not because they're going after Trump, but because this is very clearly what what they should be doing. And I think it's part of the reason among other things that McCarthy got ousted is because it's just ballless Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Who keep as Gate or Gates gets, however you say his name said in that Tim pool show, like just mm -hmm. spineless won't stand up and it's just part of the establishment. So screw him. <laughs> yeah. And he still hasn't been voted through that. I already forgot his name. I just looked him up. How do how you scare? Skelis, Steve yeah, Skelis, yeah, he hasn't yeah. been through, so they're still crippled. But yeah, that's we'll see if he makes it through. Gotcha. But well, here's um, the final thing I had on the the Biden impeachment query. It's like, um, does anyone really think that Hunter? I mean, you you can be a a functioning druggie, you know, but you can't be a functioning 
doing crack for 17 straight days, like, and be making that type of money and be like, <laughs> like that is not even functioning. Like, there's functioning drunk drunks and people that do all sorts of co all sorts you, of stuff. You can if your father is Joe Biden and you can sell access and just you your body existing there. <laughs> yep. So we cannot do that. <laughs> no, we cannot. Um, I keep pressing the wrong buttons. I see now why people have producers for podcasts, and uh, that would be handy. I'll have that to could be over here next time. You know, that's actually not a bad idea because you can be, if I can be focused on talking, and then you can, you only have to switch to you when you're mm -hmm. talking. You just click it, switch to you, then you switch back to me. Yeah, it's way easier. Uh, you yeah, run the laptop. And then I just say, all right, yeah, so we'll go to this article, and then you just click. All right, so folks, you know, next time it's not going to be quite as um, F-U-C-K'd up, <laughs> um, which is the polite say way of saying fucked up. <laughs> but um, anyway, let's go to this video. Uh, Something else. The Secret Service is paying $16,000 a month now to stage near Hunter Biden in Malibu. Who's paying for that? That's a question for the Secret Service. Okay, Hunter Biden is reportedly selling art to pay for his $15,800 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that people are not going to be buying this art to gain favor with the president? That is a question for Hunter Biden and his representatives. No, it's I, not. I, it I, is a question hear, for hear, about Joe. I hear your question. One of our got a job from the Biden administration. Can you guarantee that there is I no hear, quid pro quo? I hear your question. I'm not going to get involved in this. That is a question for Hunter Biden's representatives. So, but we know that uh, from a Hunter Biden associate now that he sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident that he has stopped doing that? That is a question for Hunter Biden. If somebody is no, it's not. It's a question for is, Joe. No, that is especially that when you're being your, investigated. Uh, yeah. No, you're. I don't know how you're perceiving that. I am just not. Peter, I'm just not going to get into this. I'm just not going to get into this. In other words, I don't want to answer. Um. So let's see some more some more stuff on. Uh, Biden here real quick. This isn't necessarily corruption. It's just freaking embarrassing. Um, so let's see. Oh, well, real quick to wrap that up. Yeah. Joe Biden. There's clearly, clearly a standard there where every, everyone should be calling for their, their Republicans, whoever your Congress people are and senators push impeachment, not because they're going after Trump. I've heard that a lot. Well, well, they went after Trump. no, do it just because it's very clear that there's corruption, there's emails. It's so blatantly obvious. Don't let the don't let them bait and switch and make you focus on Trump or turn it into a um, either or thing or a because of them. No, just do it because you literally this is what you should do according to the law. But um, so let's see Joe Biden's latest press conference disaster one will. When will the staff decide to put him back in the basement? Um, so this was so embarrassing. Oh, mm. by the way, I'm not going to cover it, but he lied about going to the 9/11 memorial. The day after he didn't, yeah, because he's voting. Yeah, likes having celebrated international meetings. If you don't know what you want at the meeting, 
if you don't have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go the to sign bed. sign language lady says it all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's yeah, another. We, talk, we talked about what we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the, uh, excuse me, third world, the, uh, the, the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change. It had access. We, it wasn't confrontational at all. You came with thank, thank you, everybody. This ends thank, the count press thank conference. You. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe he's having a stroke like Feinstein, too. Well, she's dead now, but that's, oh, yeah. that is the person who is in charge of the most powerful military and economy in all of human history, getting cut off by his 28-year-old female staffer. All right, everyone. All right, we're done. So forget the fact that he's corrupt. It, they should be able to launch uh, that. What, what was the um, there was a clause they talked about with Trump all the time about me being mentally incompetent. <laughs> like forget corruption aside. How how no one is how this guy is safe and secure in the Oval Office is beyond me. And again, everyone's talk beat this horse to death, so I'm not spending a ton of time on it. But we had to talk about you know the Biden corruption because it's such a huge a huge thing going on right now that there's not really any action happening. But uh, just so people could see that article. Um, that's from National Review. Biden falsely claims he visited Ground Zero the day after 9-11. Uh, long story short, he didn't. Um, all righty. Um, you know, we'll just continue on with the Bidens because more corruption that, again, got news for about a day. Um, Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to three federal gun charges. Uh, Biden, first child of a sitting president to be criminally prosecuted, arraigned at court in Wilmington, Delaware. Um, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, has pleaded not guilty to three federal gun charges. Um, there's just specifically one part that I was looking for here. Um, it said that... Oh, <laughs> what was this? These charges are the result of political pressure from President Trump and his MAGA allies to force the Justice Department to ignore the law and deviate from its policies in cases like this one. Talk about the it, pot calling the kettle black. On every 4473, it literally, I mean, it says that you're, it's all under oath. Like, are you a user of uh, illegal drugs or whatever? I can't remember the, the exact wording, but are you a user of like heroin, crack, cocaine, like that <laughs> stuff, a regular user, yes or no? And it's just like, if you're lying... This is federal here. If you lie on this thing, if you if you said that you were, could you still get the gun? By the way, oh, you wouldn't pass Nick's. No, it's just like allegedly or, or not. That's like, unconstitutional. Dude, one the of the biggest things when I was selling guns at Academy, dude, people felt for was pitting no on the are you the actual transfer furry or buyer. I do really remember that wordage. People would just see all the drug questions and go, nope, 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 and then hit no on the, are you the actual buyer at the beginning? Mm -hmm. It's hilarious, but, well, not hilarious. It's stupid. It's a thing, even, because people get pissed, and it's like, quit cussing. You're, you're going to get like, the no buy list. <laughs> well, also, it's just unconstitutional, but... Yeah, but that's... We don't like the gun laws that, you know, all of that, we, and the, you know... Uh, pistol laws and all that stuff that he broke. I don't believe in any of that stuff, but 
Yeah. The difference is we would get, if our neighbors call in us uh, for breaking a legal machine gun or just something like that, like the cops rate us as a high risk warrant. Like that's, that's the difference though. Mm-hmm. But no accountability. What does that mean? They send SWAT? Yeah. Hit you and no, no knock you. As soon as you're, that's why there's just so many of those these days. Everything's a high risk warrant or at least under covers at night or something, you know, something, whoever's investigating, mm-hmm. it'll be that. Yeah. Well, that's to pit the officers not at risk by making you sleepy and respond to the door for gun. <laughs> yeah. So basically, your point is that there's this is not in any way biased. This is as basic as it gets across the board background check. But yeah, he's he's a dummy. Yeah. Although I saw that I, I couldn't find the quote, but basically the the judge said that um, or hinted that since it's his first offense, it'll probably be a light sentence. So. Yeah. But I mean, but again, Biden and the Biden administration and their ATF and DOJ is not not lenient on gun charges at this point. So, yeah, it's just, yep, rules for me, not for thee, or rules for thee, not for me. Had the back. Oh yeah, well, if you're if if you're a MAGA guy, speaking of MAGA allies, then you'll end up going. They'll come to your house in Utah, even though you need a cane to walk and you're old and obese, and then they'll kill you <laughs> yeah i mean i know there's more to it than that but um so moving on some more uh some more what you might call it uh corruption so a bad look shocking mendendez scandal casts a shadow over democrats in 2024 did you hear about this <laughs> yes or, or at least i saw this article yeah yeah you can just look when at they're guy, the party of corrupt. later it's just like oh yeah we're we're still the party of you know in, integrity and honor <laughs> Good governance. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he still won't bail. <laughs> yeah. So a senator with gold bars in their home and hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. I've got 50 bucks, 50 bucks. It's deplorable, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not much to say on this other than he very clearly... Oh, I want to see this video. What does he have to say? I wish for the amazing new iPhone 15 Pro. It's insane. Someone did a video on him, too, actually. Yeah, well, it's insane that he won't step down. Yeah, his Cuban heritage. That's why he's oh, old he? math and has bank accounts. It's like. Uh. Welcome back, Democratic New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez says he is planning to return to Washington this week, despite being indicted on bribery charges. In his first public remarks since his indictment, Menendez defiantly addressed the allegations, denying any wrongdoing. The senator and his wife are accused of receiving bribes. They now face several charges, including conspiracy and extortion. Menendez says he has no plans to resign from office. On Friday, the Southern District of New York brought charges against me. I understand how deeply concerning this can be. However, the allegations leveled against me are just that, allegations. (laughs) I firmly believe that when all the facts are presented, not only will I be exonerated, but I still will be the New Jersey's senior senator. The balls on that guy. (laughs) Yeah, I make, I just have thousands of dollars stuffed in my coat pockets, but I'm... Hundreds upon hundred. I mean, he had a lot of money. Yeah, even though I, I'm supposed to make what 170 thousand a year, um, something like that. Yeah. But um, so next thing, and this has some videos to go with it. So Los Angeles County zero bail policy takes effect. 
Let's see. So Los Angeles County officially moved to a zero bail system Sunday, ending the years-long standard of setting cash bail amounts for defendants commensurate with the severity of the crime they are accused of. But the zero zero bail system has come under fire from hardline hardline law and order backers who contend it removes accountability from the justice system by allowing the vast majority of arrestees to be quickly released from custody. Um, which is obviously true. We just saw that guy, um, that journalist was killed by a guy who had just been let out. That lady was... was a CEO, too. Yeah, she was raped by a guy who had literally raped and murdered a, another group of people. Got um, out after like 11 or 9 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, a long time. this is so ridiculous. Um, but this this type of stuff is exactly why stuff like this happens. So criminal friendly Seattle, criminal friendly Seattle is so bad. This guy's shocked when a judge won't let him go. So these people, um, six people were charged with firearm or burglary charges. Um, so looks like a couple of white dudes were charged. <laughs> a couple crackers. Yeah, a couple of crackers. Here's is this the? Yeah, this is the type of stuff that they were getting up to. Come out of all that right now. Everything you got. Oh. Come out of everything. Get the tape. Take the ring off. Oh. 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 Yeah, that, that's horrible. And that dude, I mean, we've been tased. It sucks while, while, while we're laughing. We know that sucks from firsthand experience. But yeah, that dude's going to have a workout for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes of tasing. That's where I hope he gets tased at some point for two minutes. Worse happens. But anyway, so these pieces of shit. So you tasing him that I mean that's a long time for you to speak and not be able to breathe. It's like if you're gonna have heart trouble, but um so I can't get how to rest. I'll uh, here's just the video. It's hilarious. Can't get uh house you you let people out who shoot at people get house Well, I'm not letting you out. Why not? Why not? Maybe you should ask Mr. Minor. Why not? <laughs> the entitlement of just robbing people at gunpoint. They had robbed like a bunch of houses, like six houses, and then just, no, oh, you, you're not going to let me off with a house arrest? What, what are you talking about? Like the shock. But then right down the street in LA where crime's just as bad, like this is the reason that these people do this. I don't mean black people when I say these people. I mean, it's the same reason Nordstrom strap, you know, Nordstrom racks are getting knocked over and 
why just people keep continuing to do crimes over and over again. They get arrested, they get released, they go crime because they know nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I agree that the, the prison system and the, you know, mass incarceration, whatever, it is a flawed system. But at the end of the day, at least it's something. At least there's a consequence, even if it's not rehabilitating people. If there's not even a consequence, it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah, but there is no consequences <laughs> mm-hmm. if each person's... Well, one with like automobile theft and all stuff. Like, I don't know if you've kept track of the Kia boys, the Honda the Hyundai boys. No. I mean, it's it's all guys under 18 at this point that they're getting to do that. So they just immediately get let out. I mean, and same with the shoplifters. There's, there's people of all ages, but again, a bunch of underage people who they know for a fact they're doing it for older people because there's just zero consequences in all these cities and they're catching these people like 30 40 times like the like the 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 top of half the people have multiple dozen interactions for for shoplifting and stuff and it's like well that's a clear problem if you don't want to do anything about it i don't know what to tell you Uh, later in some of these notes like the chicago uh state state run stores it's just like all of the stores and grocery stores had to leave. Even your your local ones, Walmart, everything left. You guys didn't stop all the like they were getting cleaned out a couple times a week. Like I don't know what to tell you. Well, what's even worse is that they'll arrest the store owner if they try to defend the store. <laughs> like it's they'll let these people out, but then if you're a, a store owner who shoots a burglar, oh well, then you're screwed. If you even pull a gun on a burglar, you're screwed. You pull a, a gun on a rioter who's trying to break in your house, he'll walk free, you're screwed. It's it's ridiculous. But anyway, if you if you guys live in Seattle or LA, good luck to you. Um San Francisco, Chicago, yeah. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. uh moving on um to a bit more abstract crime, not uh a zoom down. So court rules administration. Oh, I gotta click over. Uh, court rules Biden administration engaged in illegal censorship. Now what? Uh, so the Biden administration has again lost a First Amendment case, curtailing its efforts to address what it deems to be hate speech or misinformation. Um, as a wider debate rages over free speech and the limits of government power, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit ruled Friday that the Biden White House and some government agencies went too far in trying to influence how social media companies regulate their platforms. Um, The next article should say who they were. Um, It was, yeah, let's see. the, The Surgeon General's Office, the White House, the CDC, and the FBI, um, and it likely amounted to coercion. Now, I don't know if anything comes of this, but that is a court officially recognizing that there was, no, this was a problem. There was coercion. There was government overreach. Now, if anything happens, I think depends a lot, a lot on if people are paying attention, but something should happen. I mean, at this point, the court has recognized that it's a problem. So, uh, but what, I mean, what's happening though? Do you think that something it's would like happen the, if people started to care about the stuff? Like if all these <clears> things were just constantly uh, people were talking about them and they were co- just stayed in the news cycle, would anything change or no? I think things would change in the, the local level first in, in your states and then that would affect change and they'd be like, stop. I, I think you have some some governors say, nope, <laughs> we'll take you to court over this. Because 
Because, I mean, I, I just don't know how people pay attention and how you actually get good people in the Congress to actually start doing stuff. You know, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I'm not hopeful. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. So Ray Epps, conspiracy theorist. Target is charged for breaching U.S. Capitol. Um, I won't spend a lot of time on that story. Basically, uh, Ray Epps, the guy who was saying, let's go char- charge the building, um, who everyone has said is a Fed. Oh, well, they charged him, so he's definitely not a Fed with a mi- misdemeanor <laughs> trespassing. They gave... Joe Biggs, you know, 22 years, Enrico Tario, who wasn't even there, 27 years, who doesn't have any text messages telling him where to go or what to do. Um, so complete political prisoners. But yet Ray Epps, the guy who was on camera whispering into a guy's ear right before he charges through the barricade, literally saying, let's let's go in. Come on. Let's, let's take it down. Let's take the house. Uh, yeah, he apparently is not really... Not really that big of a part of January 6th. He also has a nice vacation house and is getting his name changed with a U.S. Marshal detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, he probably is a Fed anyway. Or What happened was he's one of these obnoxious boomers. I oh, yeah. was like, here's what I think happened, more realistically. Not that he's a Fed. I think that he is one of these obnoxious boomers you and I both hate who's like a FUD, just the old, old... You know, Reagan Republican that doesn't really has never read the Constitution, doesn't understand it, wanted to glass Iraq. Just one of these people who is a a true rhino. And I think that he probably went there. Yeah, we're going to take back this country because he's a fucking idiot. One of these insecure people that didn't go to Vietnam and then was too old to go to Iraq, but still just Lindsey Graham. Yeah, just, just has piss and vinegar in his heart. And then immediately after things got scary and he realized, oh, people are going to jail, he ran to the FBI and said, I'll tell you everybody that was there. I think that's more likely what happened is that he just immediately ratted out everybody that was there, told probably told lies about people, just anything he could do to save his ass. Yeah, he's a Fed informant. <laughs> yeah. Witness protection, baby. Yeah. That's what the joke I was making. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking happened. But uh, moving on, I'm, we have about uh, 20 minutes here, and then we're going to have to be leaving, you know, because we have uh, our concert to go to. We're going to an Attila concert tonight. Pretty excited. And we're around 50 minutes by my watch. Yeah. Um, but let's see. So more corruption. I don't even know if we're going to make through all the corruption <laughs> uh, in the next 20 minutes. There's a lot. But J.P. Morgan pays $75 million to settle lawsuit over Jeffrey Epstein ties. So let's see. J.P. Morgan Chase agreed to pay $75 million to settle claims by the U.S. Virgin Islands that the bank aided in and in the disgraced financial Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking. Um, so really, we don't have to go any more into that. Uh, that's enough for me to go. What the, there is legally you're being you're having to pay out settlements no one's going to prison. You just admit it and are having to pay a fee or a, a, a sum of money confirming further that you aided in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking, but nothing's going to happen. Also, the client list isn't going to come out. But why has everyone forgotten about Jeffrey Epstein? Money cures all. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not really much to say about that other than show us the client list 
and put some people from J.P. Morgan in jail for sex crimes, for be, sex trafficking. That'd be bad for people in the government and their other clients. So we can't have that now. They have to keep the uh, the money faucets going. Well, that's true. Biden already has enough on his plate. He doesn't <laughs> want more on his plate. Biden, both Bidens need another 50 mil. Yeah. Um, so this, this is... This next thing is, in my opinion, corruption. Um, it's definitely corruption, in my opinion. So, or at least government overreach. Newsom signs bill to fine school districts for dissenting from left-wing curriculum. Uh, so we, let's see, California signed a bill Monday that would enable them to slap fines on local school districts that refuse to obey state edits on curriculum involving controversial subjects like race, gender, and sexuality. So this is what happens when you're Temecula and uh, who's another city? I, I just remember Temecula, those school boards, we covered it. They backed down. Then not only did they not just lose their jobs, then they got sued for questioning in the first place. And now they're going in and they're saying, oh, you backed up even more? Fine. We're going to set the precedent where now you have to do, everyone has to follow follow our laws yeah. or our curriculum, our state state um, curated curriculum. Otherwise, you're literally breaking the law. So this is what happens when you back down to tyrants like Gavin Newsom. Um, again, I'm not in California, so I don't care. But if, well, I don't care in the sense that I don't live in California, but I care in the sense that if you don't think that this is coming to a, a blue or purple state near you, then you are wrong. I'm extremely worried about it here in Arizona, which is constantly getting ever more blue. At this um, point, it is blue. Yeah. While we're getting out of here. You're... Yeah. Um, the next thing I had was Iranian president says Tehran will spend $6 billion on a release prisoner exchange um, wherever we need it, basically just saying, we told them only humanitarian aid. They said, as soon as they got it, fuck off. And um, I'm not going to get too much into that because Please they probably it. spent that money clearly on the uh, Israel stuff that we'll get to later yeah. on. But just Moss uh, is thanking them directly, <laughs> particularly yeah. specifically. <laughs> yeah, but just you know, maybe not not corruption per se, but um, people should be a little bit upset that we gave six billion to the biggest funder of terrorism in the world. Or froze um, and then unfroze because it was bad. and then it's just... We gave it to them. I, yeah. Classify it how you want. We had yeah. control over it. We gave them control and said, please spend it on rice and beans. And they get, as soon as they get it, they go, yeah, we're going to spend it on whatever we want. Uh, hey, Hamas? <laughs> Hamas gets a bunch of new missiles that makes them <laughs> so much more deadly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this next thing, again, not corruption, but ridiculous. Um Fetterman is an actual boob, and it's really <laughs> annoying that he pretends to be blue collar. Um, so they, the Senate, for anyone who didn't know, they said that basically there's Even no pants. dress code. Yeah, it's not then, even like jeans. Well, this is what I was khakis. about to say. Look at this absolute boob pretending to be blue collar with his mustache, and he can't even wear pants. He's wearing slippers, and the dude's a retard. And I don't say that. Medically, he's a retard. Yeah, medically, he's a, he's <laughs> slow. He had a stroke. I mean, sure, they they now made a dress code again, but the fact that this was even a question, 
this isn't corruption, but this is who we want leading us. This why aren't people pissed about? I know it's kind of a a little thing, and I shouldn't be that annoyed about it. Like whatever, it's just what he's wearing, and I don't care about. Oh, we have to have you know decorum in the office. It's more just about this guy is a, a criminal and a thief, like all these politicians are. But he doesn't. He cares about you even less than more of them. He's not even gonna smile when he does it. He's just gonna wear shorts and a t-shirt and go in and. Cause I I don't like our current governor, but dude, like, whenever I'm back in the East Coast and I visit DC again and check out all the buildings, like, say you're in there, like, pants and like shoes and like you know at least normal clothes. It's just like my goodness gracious. I wouldn't wear flip-flops and shorts into the Capitol or the something. I don't know. Like, I'm going to try to tour that stuff. It's like, I wouldn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like church, right? You know, yeah. and you never really do church. But even when I go to church, I don't, you know, I try to wear nicer stuff. Yeah. Like I said, it's not really corruption. It's more just like people should be pissed off because it's a slap in the face. It's yeah. like, I care this little <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about, and he's a senator. Like, he's one of a hundred senators in the United States. Can't afford... Yeah. Why, he shouldn't be elected in the first place. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Well, who knows what was going on with that election. But um, so one final thing, and uh, I guess this isn't legal corruption, but I would definitely say that this is corruption, uh, certainly moral corruption. So teachers union boss defends sending son to private school after calling school choice racist. So Chicago teachers union president... Stacy Davis Gates faced backlash for enrolling her eldest in private in a private school. I didn't uh, speak see. out against private schools. I spoke out against school choice. School choice and private schools are two different entities. In in your tweet, you describe basically private. I mean, you describe private schools of the north. That's that was literally your language. But you've also said this um, that school choice was the choice of racists. I think at the end of the day. People are asking here about whether the rhetoric matches your actions. What do you say to that? Well, I would say that if we understand the desegregation of schools post Brown v. the Board of Education, we also understand that school districts in the South in particular closed down entire school districts, offered money to families, white families, so they could get accepted into private schools. That is, in fact, the origin of school choice in Who America. Who gives a shit? The origin of school choice is racist? Okay. The origin of everything sucks. The origin of of the knives you used to cut steak where some caveman had a rock and stabbed the other man. Bulk gun, everything, everything, origins. Everything and, comes back yeah. to it was designed to survive. So you can trace everything back to some evolutionary purpose if you want to go back that far. But what an idiot. Basically, because, again, I'm trying to hurry and just go through these and just catch up on some of these stored up stories um, or, yeah, news stories. <clears throat> this lady goes out and shoots down school choice bills, is trying to, to fervently go against school choice, which is where basically the government takes the money that it would give you to go to public school, and it says, oh, yeah, now you pick where you want to go to school. She shoots that down. Why? Because, of course, part of this larger Black the Lives union. Matter leftist Marxist thing is their, their agender is control of the, the education. Yeah, so... 
So she doesn't want any money going anywhere other than back into the government's pockets and where they can indoctrinate kids. So she shoots that down and then gets in trouble for finding out that her kids go to an expensive private school. It's just complete hypocrisy. It's like like that Hassan guy, the the outspoken Marxist on YouTube that has a million dollar <laughs> mansion. It's like yeah, the Black Lives Matter people having airstrips to their house. It's just maybe it's not technical corruption, but. I mean, people should be pissed about it. Well, and that definitely is. She doesn't send the kids to the own school system. That obviously she's she's beholden to the teachers' unions, but she's still part of that that education system. And it's not good enough for your own kids, but you want everyone else to send their kids there. It's just yeah. common sense, and that is corruption. I mean, it just one hundred percent is. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. None of these people. By these people, I mean these elites. None of them will send. They're all for these government policies and this and that, and these government schools, government-funded programs. None of their kids are in those. None she, of their family are in those. She's rich working in the school systems to even send them to this expensive private school in the first place. Yeah. It's just like she's already making a crap ton of money off the public school system. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I guess I should have went to you. People just looking at me. Um so, do we need to talk about the New Mexico thing? I'll see it. When, or I'll believe that she gets a peach and everything when when it happens. I hope it happens, but yeah. Because basically, for those who don't know, everybody. Um, New Mexico's governor she tried to ban. I have a little video clip. We'll uh, we'll go to because she she tried to ban guns in New Mexico. Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is facing intense backlash after taking the drastic step of suspending the right to carry firearms in New Mexico's most populous county. Daily Wire reporter Tim Pierce is here to talk about the governor's gun order and the blowback she's received. Hi, Tim. So a rather stunning move in New Mexico and a swift response from not just the right, but even some on the left. Tell us about this order. Yeah, really a remarkable action here by the governor. So on Friday, Lujan Grisham banned carrying guns in public areas and on state property for 30 days in the city of Albuquerque and the rest of Bernalillo County. She issued an order declaring a public health emergency after a spate of shootings that left several children dead. Mm. The governor said in a press conference Friday that the ban is a necessary stopgap until the state can figure out a better way of handling what she said was an epidemic of gun violence. Critics, including even some Democrats and gun control advocates, immediately called Lujan Grisham's ban unconstitutional. Here's the governor on Friday explaining her action. If there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention. Anyone who is trying to tell you that they can take over your constitutional rights when there's an emergency, be very aware. <laughs> Eventually, again, not her, but that happens enough. They end up having brown shirts under them. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's see. So um, we won't get into this. It's it's too too old of news at this point. But uh, New York schools are prepare, preparing for an influx of migrants. Um, thousands of thousands of migrant children will enter New York City public schools starting Thursday. Um, this is coming on the back of Mayor Adams, who continues to be a white supremacist. 
What a what a what a transition that's we been. Turned Is that the this word? city around yeah. in twenty months, and then what happened? Started with a madman down in Texas decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. Hundred and ten thousand migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the t- children, wash their laundry sheets, give them everything they need, health care. And this team here, we stated, let's do everything possible before we have to push it out into neighborhoods and communities. Month after month, I stood up and I said, this is going to come to a neighborhood near you. Well, we're here. We're here. We're getting no support on this national real quick so you're telling me that there is a number there is a number of illegal immigrants that is too much i just want to make sure everyone's very clear because for all i've been hearing for years at this point is that trump's racist the border wall's racist no humans illegal blah 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 what you're telling me is the richest country in america the the most the biggest um, city in America, there's a limit, and that limit is only a little over a hundred thousand. <laughs> That's what you're telling me, right? Yeah, and there's many more that can be sent up there too. Like, yeah. how many people does he think, and do all these Democrats think are in Mexico? Well, we'll spread them around. We'll put them in Wyoming. Uh, yeah, okay. If you can only take a hundred thousand or so. Where do you think, what do you think is going to happen when 15 million come in? The biggest city in Wyoming has 100,000 people. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't think they can take 100,000. Yeah. Anyway. Crisis. And we're receiving no support. And let me tell you something, New Yorkers. It's just like Chicago, Never the in federal my government needs to step Have in. I had a problem that I did not see an ending to? I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just getting Venezuela. Now we're getting Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Boo hoo. He sounds like a bigoted white nationalist terrorist. You believe domestic that, white that ter- xenophobe? I think the FBI needs to look into him. Yeah. <laughs> that guy over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, let's see. We have two more stories left and then a final video. Um, six minutes. So perfect. So NASCAR blasted for blatantly illegal diversity internship program that excludes whites. Um, no Europeans allowed. <laughs> yeah. The car racing organization's diversity internship program directly lists specific racial requirements for the applicants eligible to join the program, according to the criteria on the website. Um, Let's see. Applicants must be a member of one or more of the following races, ethnic minority classifications, black or African-American, American Indian or Alaska Native, Asian, Latino or Hispanic, Native Hawaiian, or other Pacific Islander. In other words, literally every anything but white. <laughs> I forgot to click to the article. Oh. But um, yeah, that's obviously, I mean, there's not much to it. There's not much to say about it. That is racism and white people should be pissed. We should be marching. We should have our Selma. That should be a thing where we say, no, 
You're not going. We we should block off blockade the uh, the Daytona 500, and we should protest. We draw the line at NASCAR and bass fishing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of those things, um, next article. I was curious what you thought about this. So Florida man arrested after trying to cross Atlantic in human-powered hamster wheel. Um, so basically, this guy's hilarious, man. Yeah. So he was 70 miles off Georgia when officers found him during a manifestly unsafe voyage. Um, the hurricane. Yeah, there was basically it cost millions of dollars, so they gave him a bond of two hundred fifty thousand. Here was my question about this: Should you be, if you require, if you don't hurt anyone else's property, like because I was thinking about the how they have the people do like the gender reveals and they burn down a bunch of property, and then okay, it's a sticky wicket, you got to charge them because they burn down people's property. With something like this, where you're not destroying anyone else's property, but they just have to come rescue you, should you be held liable for that? Like, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like your taxes kind of go into that. Yeah. Right? I, I kind of thought it was bullshit that he got charged. Yeah, and it was, he didn't get rescued though. It was, I, I didn't, from reading, I didn't think, I thought it was before like a hurricane or something hit him because it's like, hey, you can't be out here. No, he had it. to get rescued. Oh, then, boy, at, at that your taxes are paying into that, but also at the same, dude, if you sell into a hurricane, my goodness, maybe they should just let you, you drown if you're trying to cross the Atlantic. Whether in a they should or shouldn't, I mean, well, like if there's a risk to them, maybe, but I mean, if they tell there you is. don't go swimming when it's overcast and you go swimming and you get bit by a shark, they're going to come and save you. Yeah. So are you just saying at a certain point it's economically not feasible or do you say we get them no matter co- the cost? I just saw it and I was like, what an idiot, but also... Yeah, if the Coast Guard comes in and gets you, I don't think we can be arresting at that point because there's a bunch of dummies out there getting rescued all the time and they're not getting charged for trying to fish or trying to do whatever <laughs> through a hurricane. So Yeah. Anyway, um, all right, we got the, the final video. Like I said, folks, sorry, uh, this show has been super discombobulated and you know, just trying to get back in the flow of things while getting, getting a handle on this new gear. But, um, yeah, super happy to be back and we should be ready to rock and roll now, especially because this, this thing, once we get it figured out, we'll cut down a lot on editing time so we can put out more shows. Also, I've got, uh, I'll talk about this in the, the next episode we film, I guess tomorrow, uh, got a new job, Helping uh, Google build AI. So um, I've got a, a new schedule with that that I can work on, but I've worked my way into the matrix. You should go work for yeah. Bad Guy Incorporated next with Chelsea Lennon. <laughs> what is it? Bad Guy Incorporated. What's that? Chelsea Lennon's oh, company. Is this a joke? Yeah, because yeah. you're working for AI, bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but anyway, thank you for sticking with us, everyone. Um, Oh, I guess I should hit the bumper. Uh, you guys are going to see behind the scenes. So let's see what separates us from animals.
suppose I can add that in post. But um, yeah, I actually, I put what separates us from animals, but it's uh, a, a negative thing. It's not like a positive, not a positive thing. So it's like what separates us from animals is that we are more retarded than animals sometimes, <laughs> even though we have a much higher capacity to think. Um, is this person not the worst human being? I'm about to experience met? the Grand Canyon for the first time. This isn't and a you joke. You guys are going to see my serious. honest reaction. I was walking down this hill to a viewpoint. I'm going to capture my reaction on camera. Here we go. He does so many of these videos. This guy is as serious as a heart attack. He has a ton of videos like that, and his fans are even worse. Nobody's joking. No one's cracking up. It is dead serious. Oh, my God. The Grand Canyon is so beautiful. I remember the first time I saw it. I hope that this guy gets hit by a Hamas rocket. We have too much reaction stuff. Like this short little, just like, oh, look at me doing this. Look at me eating this. Look at me playing this game. Yeah, but at least they're doing some. That's, I mean, I don't even see how you could believe that that's, oh, whoops. I don't know how you could not see that as just absolutely ridiculous. It's very obviously fake and staged, but. I, I look at his thing. He's got millions of followers and people eat it up. And it just makes me lose faith in uh, all of humanity. But I've been there for a while, bro. Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to show that as a final video because uh, I think he may be the worst human being on planet Earth. But um, all right, we're cutting it right, right on the edge. You have anything, broski? No. Good episode back and we'll uh, get back at her. Yeah. A uh, bit rough. Like I said, figuring out new gear, knocking off the rust. We have a ton of stories we're trying to get through. Some of it old news, but just trying to hit it, see if there's anything interesting. Um, but yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys. Uh, I guess I'll try and get this one up as soon as I can by, uh, let's see, today is Wednesday. So by Thursday morning should be ready. And then we'll try to record the next one tomorrow if we can, just get it right out. So at least we're caught up. But um, either way, Thanks for sticking around, and uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of us now, um, so I'm very excited. But uh, yeah, we'll also hit some, got some big life updates coming up and book updates, all that stuff, but this was just kind of a rough, thrown, rough, thrown together thing. But um, anyway, um, blah, 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 blah. As always, leave a book on your nightstand, read it before you go to bed, that we are smarter tomorrow than you were today. We got to... We got to. We got to.